Today's episode is all about a system we call the four pillars of power. See, we get questions all the time regarding how do we manage to balance our fitness with our relationships, with our mindset, with our business. And just like anything else in life, there's a system to this and there's a structure that allows us to have a grip on everything while still achieving more in each area of our life. Today, we're going to dive deep into this exact system and how we manage to succeed more in business while maintaining our body and keeping up with the relationships in our life. I really think everybody's going to enjoy this a lot, especially because we've been getting so many questions on it. So without further ado, here's the show. What's going on, guys? Another episode here, Mind vs. Muscle podcast. Uh, me and Theo are going to go over uh, something we call the four pillars of power. See, I've been getting this question quite a bit lately as more and more people see me dive into the mindset of things. And then obviously, Theo gets a lot of questions as well about how we keep a grasp on our mindset. How do we manage to have healthy relationships, have a healthy and lean body while still chasing our vision with our business and stuff? And it's not by accident. Like at the end of the day, there's a system to everything we do. And just like all those systems with training and nutrition that we talk about, there's a system to this life, right? So we define power, and I'll let you chime in as well, Theo, but like I define power as having control of your life. Like I think that when you just hear the words like I want to have power or I want to gain more power, it sounds kind of weird. But to me, it's a symbol of having control of the outcomes that happen in my life. See, a lot of people I feel like are out of control because they're not they're not practicing the things they need to practice in order to get the result they want to get. Yeah. They just dream about this result. Right. But if you don't put yourself in, into a powerful position, you will not have like confidence, certainty, or any ability to actually achieve all these different things. And I would say I would say control the controllables, right? And understanding that things that are out of your control like are they really worth stressing about? Yeah. 100%. And, I think, and, that, and that's the whole point of it, right? Like, right. So, so these systems we talk about put you in power so you can control the controllable. And when you start to do that, you'll notice that you don't stress out about the uncontrollable so much, right? Um, so the goal here is simple, like lower stress, lower anxiety, lower overwhelm, so we can become more confident and certain about the things we want in our life and exactly how to get there. So a lot of people can visualize the end goal, but they don't know how to take the path there. They don't know where the path is or, or how to get on the path in the first place. And that's what this is about, right? Seeing the right things, um, having more clarity in life, I think is a good way to put it. Um, I know for me, when so like when we first got introduced to this whole system, we're calling the four pillars of uh, power because we've put a little tweaks on it after, over the years. But we it started with something we called Core Four that was built through Wake Up Warrior, mm-hmm. and we were taught this uh, through the same program essentially years ago, and and it, it really is a way to create clarity in your life so you actually know what the fuck you want. Like I think a lot of people are actually pretty confused on what they want as an outcome and how they want to live. Um, And this system allowed me to finally understand what I wanted from the relationship I wanted to be in, uh, the house I wanted to live in, the area I want to live in, what I wanted my career to be, every single aspect of my life. And it's almost like you're wearing foggy glasses for a really long time and you finally take them off. Like that's the easiest way for me to put it. But but again, it's like it's it's going into every single pillar so you can create that clarity. And I, I don't know if it was any different for you, but it essentially was just seeing like what you need to see, right? Right, right. So, I think ultimately too, a lot of people have been throwing around uh, the word balance, right? And, and not really um, 
not really elaborating on the, the meaning of balance, right? Because we talk about the four pillars and the four pillars necessarily, if, if, if I was to fill everything up with, let's say business, if I was to fill in all these things like uh, into this one pillar that, that is required and how much time is spent in business, right? That fucking pillar is going to be high right? yeah. because I spend a lot of time on the things that I love to do, like personal, like coaching, uh, programming and, and things marketing, like that. Marketing, everything. Down, right, uh, and, and doing this podcast and marketing, yeah, and, and the studying that comes along with that. So that pillar is going to be pretty fucking high. Now, if I if I talk about my fitness to where I'm not I'm not spending nearly as much time on my fitness as I am uh, with my business, so that pillar might be a little bit smaller, right? So I think that when people see balance, right, if we were to give these these pillars height, right? Like there's going to, it's, it's going to look like almost like a bar graph, right? right. Like all of them are going to be, all of them are going to be different. Like it just depends on how much time you dedicate to that. The, the, the point is, is to be present while you're there. Yeah. So while you're focused on your business, like if your relationship is stressing you the fuck out, like your business is going to tank. Yeah. Right. Or it's going to do, it's going to, it's going to hit this huge spike because you're trying to overcompensate in this area. And then, uh, you know, it just becomes way too toxic, and then pe- that's when guys start to really just burn down their business or right. their, their dreams or whatever that they want to accomplish. Right? They never get there because they have this upper limit problem. Yeah. Right. I can go on and on and all day, but like that's what I wanted to get across is like, look, like there's not gonna, there's not going to be this perfect balance. The the end goal is to do these things to create power in each one of those areas of your life to where you're present and you can appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. And then the building rises together, right? Right. And I think, and it doesn't mean just business, right? Like if you're focusing all on fitness, then I'm sure your business is going to go shit or vice versa. And and this model was created towards men in relationships and and or uh, with kids essentially because they have different relationships in their life. But what I've found is working with single guys is that we can put, since they don't have that relationship pillar, we put all their eggs into all these different baskets essentially. And then once they have a relationship, they don't even know how to implement balance or right. maintain a balance right. and it goes to shit right away. Right. So you need to learn how to practice rela- uh, relationship success with other relationships in your life or just with yourself in, in general, right? Taking that time. So um, as you can imagine, like the four pillars are, are kind of across the board. It's not in one category. So it, it's fitness, mindset, relationships, in business, okay, or finances, or however you want to put it, but essentially, it's those four pillars, and they go in that specific order for a, a certain reason. And I'm going to explain that right now. So, we need to, and this is why, like, if you guys are familiar with my stuff at all, you know, I always say your body is the path to power, and this is exactly why I always preach that is because if you do not start to take hold and uh, control of your body, you will not have power in your body. And if you can't achieve power in your body, you will not have the confidence or the certainty or the clarity with your mindset enable or that allows you to uh, conquer your mindset essentially. And if you can't control your mindset, your own spirituality, your own emotional side, your own mental side and everything like that, you're not going to be able to tap into your relationships and actually show up as the man you need to be. And just like all this, if you have any stress in your body, you're being or uh, your mindset, your relationships, or anything else, your business is gonna go shit. Right. So there's a reason it goes in this order. And I always tell guys, like, oh, okay, you want a better business? Okay, let's get in shape first. You want a better relationship? Okay, let's take care of you first, right? And because, and it's just like the whole air, uh, airplane thing, right? Like, put your, your mask on first. If you don't take care of yourself, you're not gonna get to your relationships and you're never gonna get to your business. Because like you said, like, if you have, and, and we both know this, if there's stress going on at home with your relationship, 
your business is going to shit. Your training is probably going to shit too because it consumes your mind. Like that's right. the most important thing ever. But at the same time, if you come home at night and you are stressed out, you didn't meditate, you didn't train, you didn't take any time for yourself, you're going to show up as a fucking dickhead and that relationship's going to yeah. go to shit. Yeah. And then guess what happens to your business yeah. to go even to shit Even if you don't well. mean to. Exactly. Yeah. You don't yeah. even realize it. So, um, and that's one of the actually most profound things that I noticed is like when guys go through this process, even when I did, like people are like, man, like something's different. Like you have like some different energy about you. And right. Like, like a good example of this, actually, I'll never forget this. This is like, uh, so, so me and Theo have been doing this for years and I remember like towards the beginning um, and we used to keep each other really accountable because we didn't have a coach at the time. Um, and obviously like we, we work, we've done this long enough to where we can keep ourselves somewhat accountable as well. But, um, we were at the bowling alley. Do you remember this? And, uh, there was this lady and she was, she was a little bit older than us, but she was bowling on the lane next to us with her husband. And we didn't know it was her husband. Oh yeah. yeah. A, year, okay, okay. a couple okay. years ago. Yeah. That so was she, an acne bowl, right? Yeah. Okay, so, okay. She, so she comes over to our side and starts kind of like flirting with both of us. And we're just like, okay, whatever lady. Like yeah. we're just chilling. It, me and Theo were literally by ourselves bowling, having a drink. We're like, cool. So she starts flirting with us and everything, and then uh, she stops. She goes, "I just have to like talk to you guys. There's something yeah. different. You yeah. guys got you're so interesting to me. I don't know why." And I'm I'm looking at her like, "You don't even know us. You literally just walked over here and just said that." But again, it was like this aura that you put off, and it sounds so fucking weird. Like, uh, what's that movie you always do? The Leon? Is it Leon? Oh, Ladies Man. Ladies yeah. Man. You, yeah. It's like some of that shit. Oh, it's a lady. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, it's absolutely true. Like your energy is different. I remember right. going to that retreat and then coming home and people saying it to me right away. Um, and long story short, she was there with her husband and he ended up coming over and asking if he could take a picture of her with us. Do you remember that? Yeah. That's fucking weird. <laughs> fucking weird. I think they were swingers yeah. ultimately. I don't yeah. know if that necessarily had a, anything to do with, <laughs> with the four pillars. Right. But I think, uh, yeah, either so, way. So anyway, Continue, the, 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 point, fucking awesome. the point here is simple. <laughs> if you want to take power, control of your life and actually gain power, um, and by power, again, I mean having control and knowing what you want, having clarity and being able to do a lot of things in a small amount of time, like setting big ass targets and knocking them out way quicker than you'd ever imagine. Um, and we can both contest that because we implemented this system and we would set 90 day outcomes, like goals we're going to hit in 90 days. And... I remember specifically uh, other coaches and then us doing this to each other, like setting a goal and being like, no, nah, it's not high enough to the point where you're like, dude, there's no fucking way I'm going right. to achieve this. Yeah. And sure enough, 60 days in, you're almost there. Yeah. Um, in, in 90 days, you crush it, right? And, and I've done things in my business, in my relationship and everything that I've, I never thought I would be able to do within 90 days ever. And I've done it multiple times because of the system. Um, and, and I need to make this clear too. Like we're not going to be able to break this system down to a point where – you can take it, implement everything, and just change your life completely because you absolutely need accountability with this. You need a coach. You need questions. You need you need a push, especially because you're not going to set the ball high enough. But if you can take away specific things that we go into on each category and how we implement them and how we've kind of tweaked the tools of this game so we can play it at, a, at our level, um, I think you'll be much better off, right? So, um, and again, like this is mainly a system we've used with men. Um, so if I say guys or men or anything like that, ladies, you can use this stuff as well. It's just been applied a little bit differently for men over the years. Um, so we're going to go into fitness first. Like if you can't take charge of your body, you are essentially lacking one of the biggest valid points of being a man in my eyes. Like if we look back into history and I've been reading a lot of books, I mean, I got a couple right here. I got another one out there about tribes and Native Americans and even like our ancestral primates and all these things. Like if we go back to our DNA, we are meant to be physical human beings. That's why I'm a big believer in doing some kind of martial arts. Even if you're not fighting people, 
just doing what I do and going boxing and Muay Thai with a coach and stuff because being physical in some form is, is powerful. And for me, it, I need more than just the gym because we've been doing that for years. But right. for most people, you need to get in the gym and you need to lift heavy weights. You need to sprint. You need to do something that makes you powerful um, and lets testosterone go through the roof, growth hormone, adrenaline, all these things that essentially boost sounds weird but like our manlyhood right our alpha needs to come out a little bit um and ladies it's the same thing like you need that output of of power essentially Mm so you need to attack your body because if you don't attack your body you will not be confident about yourself and if you you aren't confident about yourself you can't be confident or believe in anybody else that comes into your life nor a business so this is going to be the first thing now we we have a point system that we're not going to go too deep into, but essentially you get a point for something along the lines of your nutrition and something along the lines of your training. So the most important thing you can take away from this is is you need to move every single day. Um, for us, it might be different for you. So if you're not doing anything right now, you need to start by walking, doing mobility, doing stretching, doing 20 explosive burpees in the morning. You need to do something. So um, But for me personally, I, I train. I have to train every single day and... Ideally, I was I was brought up on this on a saying called that goes core four before you hit the door. So I train in the midday. So I don't even count that as my core four. Right. I count something in the morning. So right. for me, I wake up and I every ninety days I set a new one. Right now, I do a power walk. So I walk five thirty a.m. six a.m. at the latest, and I just sounds weird, but I speed walk and I just walk like hard to where I'm breathing hard because I need to like wake myself up. And I don't even drink coffee or anything before this. I go straight outside. But again, the point here is is every single day you have to move. So I don't know how you apply it, but it, essentially the key is movement. And then the nutrition thing is going to be different for everybody, but we always say start with a green smoothie. Yeah. Right? Like I think if you can have any type of greens, even if it's just a, a supplement, green supplement in a, in a shaker with water, you don't need to make this like big elaborate kale, peanut butter, berry smoothie right. or some shit. If you want to, go for it. That's cool. But the point is, is first thing in the morning, you're physical. This is going to tap you into a different mindset but it's also going to start your day on a positive foot right so um that's the biggest thing and it sounds so fucking simple but the key here is every single day we need to be physical because we are supposed to be physical human beings and it's not just a theory like it's a fact like if you do this it's it's a chemical reaction that happens within your brain that releases uh you know those endorphins and uh uh, dopamine and stuff like that the the things that make you happy and want to and, and uh, want to make you a little bit more productive um, breathing I, I think that is is huge that's one thing that that I would add in um, for sure and that can even count as uh, some of your some of your uh, movement I would say right like even though you're just laying there and you're it, because in the way I see it is that you get more repetitions out of breathing than you do anything else. Yeah. Right. So at least start with that. If you have five minutes before you have to leave, do three to four minutes of, of just focusing on diaphragmatic breathing. hundred percent. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is it literally can be five minutes. Like I used to do, uh, I would breathe and then I would do, I would breathe for like a minute, two minutes just cause I was like, I wanted to get physical activity too. And I would literally do 50 push ups and 50 pull aparts as fast as humanly possible. Yeah. And and I have to like stress this too. Resistance is something that's going to come into your brain across the board with all of this shit because resistance is essentially like if if you if you struggle with resistance and it being that every time you try to do something productive or ambitious or reach for a new goal, you get this resistance not to do it because you don't have time, you don't feel like it, whatever it may be. You need to one read Obstacle Is the Way because I think that's a really powerful book. 
But two, you need to learn how to push through that resistance. And, and this is going to be the biggest one. Like every morning I wake up 530, the last thing I want to do is fucking walk outside. Right. Right. But I know that if I don't do that, I won't tap into that like state of mind that allows me to be way more productive right. and ambitious and push throughout, yourself the throughout the day. 100%. Yeah. So you got to you got to know that that's going to happen. Um, so that's that's a simple thing with fitness. Now. We're not going to go into 90-day outcomes here because essentially you set up a specific goal. So along with fitness being a daily activity and you have to check off these bars first thing in the morning, um, there's also going to be a goal at the end of the road. Like you're going to have a specific goal for each one of these categories. That's more of when you need a coach because we would set up a specific goal for you in a specific system, benchmarks, roadmap to get there, right? We're not going to go into that today because obviously there's thousands of people listening to this so we don't know who we're talking to specifically. The next one is going to be mindset. Again, once you attack your fitness, your mindset will already change. And I know if anybody's listening to this who has had a massive transformation with their body, and I know me and Theo know this directly, all of a sudden your mindset shifts to a point of more certainty, more clarity, more confidence. Like you just know and are so much more aware of yourself on different levels. So that being said, there's specific practices. Again, first thing in the morning that we do. Um, Pretty basic, positive focus and meditation. You need to do both these no matter what. Now, for me, positive focus, uh, it expands depending on who I'm working with and like with myself essentially. So like I do positive focus some days if I don't have time for the full stack, but essentially the stack has like eight different parts and I will break it up into like a sequence to where somebody progresses and we can add more. But essentially positive focus is simple. Every single day, you need to pick a situation, you need to write why it's positive, You need to explain the lesson you learned and then you need to apply it to each pillar of your life, your fitness, your relationships, your mindset, your business, all of that. And I encourage people to pick a very recent thing. So if something happened the day before, pick that because it's fresh in your memory. But at the end of the day, don't avoid negative things because I think we can probably both agree on this. Like the most – like the biggest insights and revelations we've ever had from positive focuses are most likely shitty situations yeah. that we were trying or even to things that you let fester over a certain amount of time. But essentially like what, what positive focus does is it allows you or to, it, it allows you to train your brain to take a negative situation and, and turn it into a positive. And again, like I said, you know, it, it's more about controlling the controllable. So if something, uh, you know, uncontrollable happened, like let's say, uh, you weren't able to, uh, do your movement stuff in the morning because uh, again in fucking what six months you're gonna have a kid yeah. and there's gonna be those days where man like you know you're not gonna be able to put her down or she's super fussy he or she is gonna be it's super okay. fussy <laughs> um, you know and uh, it's it, it's hard for you to to get that in and you know you might just be super overwhelmed right like that's a good thing to do positive focus on right it's yep. not necessarily a negative situation. But it just threw you off your routine of what you're so used to doing, yeah. right? Something that puts you in a power. And now you might be going through a little bit of anxiety because you didn't get that in, yep. right? So, so I th- And that's like the biggest thing I've noticed is so what determines my emotions, my the, the, the productivity on that day, the situations that happen after that situation is my reaction, yep. right? And I think that's the best thing about positive focus. It it trains your reaction to be proactive. Right. Um, I remember like situations, I got in a car accident and I'll never forget this. I, I ran or I T-boned a guy cause he ran a red light the day I was on my way to the airport to go to uh, fucking, it was when we were leaving to Santa Monica to okay. celebrate yeah. our goals yeah. from the 90 day outcomes. Yeah. 
It's fucking crazy. And I remember this. <laughs> I T-boned this guy, and my mindset literally, like, I hit him. I looked to see. I could see him moving, so I knew he was okay. I yeah. sat back. I closed my eyes, and I ran positive folks on my head. Yeah. Because I knew I didn't want to get out of this car and fucking strangle a dude. Yeah. Because he ran a red light, and I destroyed my infinity, and I was pissed, and, mm-hmm. like, we were trying to go to the airport. Like... But my mind trained myself to do that so I was still okay, right? right? And that's the biggest thing is like if you walk around with doubt and overwhelm and, and you're constantly reacting negatively, you're never going to be in a positive mindset. And if you're never in a positive mindset or mood, your energy is going to be horrible and you're never going to – you're just never going to see positive outcomes. Like I think that's the biggest thing. Um, so being able to extract that and one thing I've added to my clients positive focus is what is the most significant revelation that you've noticed? So like after you've gone through all these situations, what's the biggest revelation you've had? What task are you going to do now with that? So if I learned XYZ about it and then I went through my body, uh, my fitness and stuff, my relationship, my mindset, my business, then I get this huge insider revelation about what I'm taking away then I have to make an action-associated task of actually applying that. So instead of just running through this and then not doing anything with it, I have to write a task to do it. Right. And what's cool about the software I use is it actually like sets – like as soon as you type and click enter, it sets a task and reminds you about shit, which is dope because you're being held accountable to actually do that task. Right. But the point is is we're reflecting on situations. And I get a lot of people that are like, man, nothing happened yesterday. It was a normal day. And I'm like, okay, go way back. Like I've gone back to like – People making fun of me when I was a kid, shit my dad did, my brother, my family, anybody. I've I've written about you because like, it's important to reflect on the negative situations and see the light inside the dark. But it's also important to look at the light. So I don't want people to think all you're looking for is bad shit because if something great happens, you need to reflect on that and celebrate that as well. Because a lot of entrepreneurs we know just keep going along and just never celebrate. They never reward themselves. They just keep skipping. And I'm notorious for that. I'll set a goal and and before I even reach it, I set another goal. So by the time I hit that goal, I just move on to the next thing and I never celebrate. So, um, And then the second part of it is meditation. Meditation, I mean everybody does meditation different. Um, It can literally start out just three minutes but I encourage five minutes then work up to 10 minutes then work up to 20 minutes. If you can, do 30 minutes. But the point is, is you meditate every single day. Usually for me, it looks like five minutes in the morning and then I try to do like a 10 to 20 minute one during the uh, the afternoon. If I know I can't, then I do a longer one in the morning. But it's important for people to realize that meditation isn't just sitting in the middle of an empty room, crisscross applesauce, yeah, yeah. Yeah. not thinking about anything. Your mind has to think. The point of meditation is to distract your mind from negative shit. So if you can sit there and you can focus on positive mantras, you can repeat positive mantras, you can appreciate yourself, you can appreciate your loved ones, um, you can put yourself into power. So every morning, if I constantly say this, is a really uh, one I usually say, today I will produce in power with passion. So if I repeat that in my head over and over again, I'm going to come out of that meditation in a better place, in a more certain place of actually getting shit done today with passion and power, right? So I think that like that's what people need to realize like meditation is. And your mind will drift. Like I know we both know this. Like you'll you'll repeat the mantra and then eventually you'll start thinking about stress and right. shit you got to do. You but, just bring it back. But the more that you practice it too, right? Again, like it, it all comes back to, you know, training your brain to go into uh, what, what I call, uh, you know, like positive propaganda, right? Like you're you're essentially brainwashing yourself to do something that's successful, right? Like that's – it's you want to have those successful repetitions. And a lot of the times when I do – uh, my meditation, man, like I will go through those mantras, but I'm also like, I get my breathing started first. I'm yeah. focusing on my breathing because again, like calm that's going to, it's going to calm myself down, allow me to get into a parasympathetic state where cortisol levels aren't up. And then I'm going to get into 
that that uh, I'm gonna get into my mantras once I'm in a peaceful state. Yeah. So I want to train myself to get into that peaceful state faster once that happens. Yeah. But it's not necessarily every day that because look like you have to you have to get pissed off you have to get mad especially if you're a guy um, you, again like you have to get pissed off sometimes like it's okay to be angry we're not trying to uh, to produce a bunch of hippies yeah. you know in America and act like everything is all good because that's not what the fuck nah. that's not reality um, and you know I think Gary J White said it best when he was like man to uh, you, you have to embrace the darkness in order to see the light yeah right like so. There's no such thing as as you know just light all the time. You have right. to be able to embrace that darkness because if not, you're never gonna push yourself to the next level. Yeah, because you're afraid of it. Exactly, and it's gonna happen. And I think, and that's why I like the stack is because it adds that element to it, right? And it, and I can't like you can't anyone listening to this cannot get access to this stack. Unfortunately, you have to be within a coaching circle, but. You can look up like the work by Byron Katie has an example of that as well. But right. essentially, it starts off right off the bat. Who or what has triggered you to feel angry, pissed off, frustrated, disappointed, sad? So you can let go, right? If Theo pissed me the fuck off because of X, Y, Z, I can let that go. And then it gives me a chance to actually call him a bunch of names, which is really fun. And you just ramp off. But then you'll notice that it brings you back and it kind of brings you to a light position. It was like, well, what are you actually learning? And then right. not only that, but what part of this resonates with you? Because I have to turn the story on me. Yeah. And then you kind of realize like, man, I do that same thing. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've written about Shannon and I'm pissed about something. And by the end of it, I'm like, fuck, I do that, that more than same her. Same fucking More. Thing. You know what I mean? And then Everybody's you, a fucking hypocrite. Oh, yeah. And, and it teaches you that. So instead of me getting pissed or holding on to grudges, I learn and then I can actually be a better boyfriend because right. of it, right? Um, so that's huge. So so essentially, mindset, you get two points. You're going to get a point for meditating every single day, and you're going to get a point for positive focus. Now, again, shit happens, especially if you have kids, if you have a wife, if you have a busy schedule. Ideally, you do all this stuff in the morning because we want to be in a powerful situation all day. But if you can't, you just got to get it done by the end of the day. And if, if you get taken out of power, realize that these are all tools to put yourself back in power. I remember plenty of times during the day where I would get my power taken away from me. Essentially, something would happen and I would go back into a drift or an angry attitude. And so I would have to do another positive focus or stack or meditation or bang out some push-ups or whatever it may be, create some space. So these are tools to master the game. And mastering the game means taking control of all the pillars and actually achieving the life you want to achieve. So the next position is relationships. And I think it's safe to say that like, even though this comes third, it's probably one of the most important because if this one's fucked up, everything is fucked up. Um, The reason it's third is because you can't show up as a man that you're supposed to be or the female you're supposed to be if you're not taking care of yourself physically and mentally. And that's why your body and then your mindset come before this. But um, the big key here is simple. Like you need to learn how to appreciate the relationships you have. And that goes for everybody in your life. So your kids, your family, your coworkers, whoever you are close to and you see on a frequent basis, you need to learn how to show gratitude and show appreciation. And it's sad to me like how many people don't know how to do right. that or who are afraid to do that. Like I remember specifically texting like either my best friends or my brother or, or my dad or anybody and being like, yo, I love you, man. Like, thank you for being in my life. And they'll be like, yeah. dude, what the fuck? Like, and they get awkward. And I'm like, bro, I'm just, yeah. I'm just telling you like, you know what I mean? I appreciate you. Yeah. But being able to do that is, is really powerful. But you have to do it for you, not them. Yeah. So I'm never sending these texts hoping I'm going to get some special text back. I'm sending this text so I understand what I have in this life and I can appreciate it. Yeah. Because if I know what I have and I can appreciate what I have in my life, I'm going to utilize it more. I'm going to, I'm going to again, appreciate it more. But I'm also going to appreciate my own life and, and everything I'm 
striving for is going to be easier to do because I have so much to be appreciative yeah. for. And you're and you're spreading like the positivity, right? Like which is super important, and, and something cool can happen out of it because I know that it sparked a game with me and my brother, like to where he will like we try to see who uh, will reach out first, like in the morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it could be. You know, sometimes I'll get messages that fucking like he gets up earlier than me now. So, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, he's up at like five thirty, and he's that happened. Yeah, like, dude, that happened with my mom too. Yeah. Like, cause she was like, uh, she messaged me, and it was like, love and appreciate you. And I was like, oh shit, I forgot to text her today. Yeah. And then, uh, cause I text her every single morning. And then, like, I was like, oh, I love you too, blah blah blah. And then she was like, yeah, I didn't see my text this morning. Wink face. And I was like, oh, she beat me. <laughs> she got it. But but um, but it just like it brings you closer to those. You know exactly. what I mean? So like it, in in I can't like I've. Because of this and, like, setting a task around it of, like, reaching out to different people to show appreciation, I've, like, rekindled friendships and, and had moments with people that I would have never had and, like, actually, re- like, maintained relationships and friendships. I, I don't know if I would have without it. So it's really important. But essentially, every single day, you have to send a message. Now, your significant other is a non-negotiable. And the rule of thumb is you just got to say it. So you can look her in the eye. You can send her a text. You can do whatever. I personally like to switch it up all the time. Like, I, like Shannon knows I'm pretty notorious for this. Like, writing different messages on the mirrors in the house or, like, leaving a note. Like, I'll do, like, a, a trail of sticky notes. Sometimes it is just a text or, like, a voice memo. Or I've done, like, Snapchats where it's my face talking so she can yeah. see me. But the point is, is I go out of my way to just say the words, like, I love you and I appreciate you. No matter what. And, like, that's the biggest point here. Now... I guess you can call it a bonus point because it's not required, but I recommend everybody do it to somebody else in their life too. Whether you talk to a stranger, whether you reach out to a friend or family, like you should probably show love somewhere else as well. Yeah. Um, and, and don't sleep on it either. Like I know that some people might kind of like roll their eyes to it, but you know, Steph and I were watching this, uh, this show, um, probably, probably about a week or two ago. And this girl was talking about how, uh, it was either her brother or like one of her best friends had uh had died right and like the guy like that morning had texted her and she was just like oh yeah like you know i'll text him later or whatever um and then like that was the last time that she had ever had contact with like he texted her but like she didn't text him back because he was like okay well i'm busy right now like you know i'm in transit and i can't get to it and then she just regretted that so much uh because she was like man he like i opened the text like i saw it and I didn't respond, you know what I mean? That was my, like, I had no idea that was going to be my last opportunity yeah. to talk to this person. But, like, not saying that, you know, shit like that happens. But, you know what I mean? Like, don't take advantage, like, of of just time, right? Like, time is something that is very limited in our yeah. lives and is the most, uh, you know, is the most useful thing or the most important thing that we have, right? Because we don't get any more of it. So, like, I think that making the most of each day with those relationships that you that you really care about like it only takes a few minutes yeah and it, it does make the world of a difference um so the next the next part of this is date night um if you don't have a significant other it just means you got to be fucking social whether you go on a date by yourself you take out a friend you take out your mom I've, I've done plenty of times where i took out my mom when i was single um for this or my dad or my brother or whoever or i went on a date with a random girl i remember one time like my coach challenged me to like take out a different girl every week and that was a challenge for sure because i was like trying to find different girls to take out and i ended up uh taking the same girl out multiple times because i ended up having a lot of fun with her right but i think the point here is you need to go out so date night i think this is this is really important point for anybody who has been in a, a relationship for a while who is married or who has kids because life is busy and you take granted for 
the moments together. So you end up just, oh, like we're just, we're hanging out tonight and we're staying home, but you're sitting on your fucking phone the whole time or doing whatever, right? So like if, if and here's the thing, is like Shannon's pregnant, so some of our day nights are at home, but I'm going to be, the best fucking ones. yeah, I'm going to cook, like we're fun <laughs> yeah. way, I'm cooking salmon, yeah. we're doing this, we're playing cards, but one, one night we played Monopoly, shit got heated too, but but the point is, <laughs> so it did the opposite. Yeah, right. But but the point is, is like we're spending actual time together, being present, right? right? Or right. I take her out to dinner, and my phone is in her purse. Like we're not texting all that shit. Yeah. When she wasn't pregnant, it was always something more elaborate. I'm like, okay, we're doing like this wine tasting thing at the local wine place, mm-hmm. or I'm taking you on a weekend thing, or we're gonna do like one time I had like a big like cheese platter thing with wine we, we obviously like wine a lot but yeah. um one time i like i know everything's everything times wine i didn't even realize that until i started naming all those yeah. things but the point is is we go out we do some trying new restaurants um and it can be dude we've done uh like walking talks where you just go walk we walk a trail for like an hour just talking no phones like when was the last time you took your girlfriend or your wife out on an hour-long walk and just fucking talked like you would be surprised how much that means to them right like and more than anything, they just want your time. They just want you present. They don't give a fuck about anything else. And a lot of guys are so sucked into their phone and everything. And mm-hmm. some girls are too. Um, I'm lucky where Shannon doesn't even have Facebook. She don't like it's social media very much at all. Right. So it's easy for me. I'm the one that has to make sure I put my shit away. Yeah. Um, but the point is, is at least once a night you do something with your wife, no matter what. And if it's your girlfriend, we're still going to call it a wife because it, it rhymes. So that's your second point. You got anything else to add on that? Uh, I think you did. <laughs> Dude, I didn't, I didn't realize that your uh, that your coach was just like super engaged and just like having you be a slut, dude. Like, just go out and date a new girl every week. Oh, uh, bro, that was so that was uh, so that was right after. Especially if you don't have game. That was, uh, bro, I got game. <laughs> that was right after uh, Resurrection Week. Oh, okay, so that was a while ago. Okay, yeah. So it wasn't even yeah, like you were what fucking like nineteen. You were fucking young. No, I was I was tw- I was twenty one. I know, I was joking. Okay, I was Damn, I didn't realize well, you were even that young. But I mean, like, I met all those dudes when I was young, so yeah. I'm, like, thinking. But um, I think I was 21 or 22, because I remember, like, and this is how powerful this shit is. Like, I was living with a girl, and bef- like, I think we started, like, two or three months before the retreat, we started practicing this shit. We started oh, yeah. reading okay. the books yeah. and going through the pra- all this stuff that we're talking about right now, and I had so much more clarity on my life that I ended the relationship, essentially broke up there and took over the lease. Yeah. And was fine with it. Yeah. And, and I don't mean that in like a dickish way, but it was just like, wow, this is not like, uh, there's so many things about this that I'm not seeing. And I wasn't being treated right. I wasn't treating her right. We weren't actually happy. Like there was so much going on that just wasn't right. And we weren't meshed together yet. I was stuck in this position of feeling like I was stuck. Right. And it took this system to like open my eyes and realize I didn't need that. And yeah. I, and I broke away from it and it was the best decision I've ever made. Yeah. So like, and that's why he was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> That's <laughs> Was that the Sandlot? Forever. <laughs> We're not gonna go into why, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. So like the point is, is you you have some pretty big insights. So the last point is uh, is business. Okay, so this is like your finances, your bank account, your career, your job, whatever it is. If you're an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur, this is your money. Everybody listening to this podcast wants more money. Whether you think that money is the answer to happiness or not, you want more money because at the end of the day, we need more money. That's how the society yeah. is. And, it allows and for freedom. It allows for freedom. It allows for more time. And, and, and whether that means like you want to work up into your the business that you're working for so you can have more money or you want to expand your own business so you can have more freedom and time to yourself, hire employees, take your girl wherever you want to take or whatever it may be. None of this, and this is what's funny about it, 
like when I first dig in, like hired a coach, I was like, all right, so what's the marketing I should implement? And he was like, okay, we're going to work on your body and then we're going to work on your mindset and then we're going to work on your relationship. And I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like I want business. But my business took off without adding any marketing in because it's like that whole real recognized real sign, right? Like when you start implementing this stuff, people can see the trueness, the realness, the rawness, like you start becoming you and people are attracted to that. And when you become an attractive character, people want to hire you no matter what business you're in. Like I'm a coach, so that definitely applies to me. But even in business, if you're in sales, if you're in marketing, if you're in whatever, if you are a more attractive character, you have better energy, you have better everything and people want to be a part of that and it will grow your business exponentially. And I can't stress that enough. So the main thing to realize with business is the business will come if you lock down everything else we've talked about. But there is two points with business and that's discover and declare um, or study and execute, however you want to say it. But essentially, you get a point for studying your craft. So I don't care what you do, you need to study it. So for me, it ends up being something about training, nutrition. Um, I, I read a lot on like ancestral men, like tribes and shit, because I coach men and we talk about this stuff. I need to know how humans function uh, on a physiological level as well. Um, So whatever your thing is, you have to study your craft and then you have to either execute or declare by doing something with it, right? So you get a point for each. And and if I study all this stuff, but I never take action, what the fuck's the point? So this sets you up for accountability to actually do something with it. So whether you are, for me, that could be writing a newsletter, recording this podcast, uh, making a Facebook post, writing a blog, shooting a video, teaching a client this, doing a seminar, whatever it may be, you need to execute it, right? So if you're in uh, accounting or finances, if you learn new strategies or do something, then you need to apply it to your clients or your own business or your own financial system so you can expand from it. And understand how you study too. Like, I, I think that everybody feels like they hear the word study and they automatically think like, I need to put my nose in a book. Great like, point. Man, like, if it stresses you out and you're like, fuck, like, man, like, I don't want to read that today. Like, if, if it gets to the point where you got to force yourself to do it, like there, there's a difference between mental strength and mental stress. Yeah. Like if you if it's a fight to if it's a fight for you to read something or to read a chapter or to really get engaged in in written content, then switch it up and you're probably more of an audio visual visual person. Yeah. So if you watch a video or if you just listen to a podcast yeah. or even if you just listen to a fucking YouTube video or something like that, as long as you're as long as you're getting that information and you're engaged it and then you apply it and you go teach it, yeah. that's the study and execute and that counts. And I think too, like there, I mean, understand that there's a difference between mental stress and resistance, right? Like you're going to have resistance to do anything some of the time because there's just times where the human mind is lazy and wants to make excuses. But like he said, like for me reading it, like I can't actually pay attention as much when I listen to stuff because I don't know if it's like a concentration thing, but I just start thinking about other stuff. And I realize that I've listened to 30 minutes of an informational podcast, haven't taken anything away. So for me, reading is like a quiet time. Right. So I'm a little bit different, but I found that to work for me because I agree with you hundred percent. You have to find your thing and then realize too, sometimes teaching or executing is learning. Yeah. So if you're elaborating, well, that's how you learn information. Exactly. So, so sometimes if you don't have a book or anything to dig into, go like, implement your craft in a different way like teach it differently and and it'll ingrain it better and teach you more about the coaching or the teaching skill itself um the best the best way actually i I can apply this directly to how i do my own personal business right which is coaching and when i when i find out about a new exercise or something that i'm not implementing or i haven't implemented before even practice myself first I, i practice on myself and then i go through the cues okay this is what you need um and and i can feel certain things um, and I 
I'll shoot a video on it. Um, and then when I go to coach it or what I, when I go to put it in somebody else's program or my client's program, usually I'm, I'm coaching that maybe, you know, uh, 10 to 12 times, even 15 times a day, right? Because of the amount of clients yeah. that I have. And you'll find out what exercise works for some people, right? Like not all, you know, if, if, um, if somebody's experiencing pain or they just can't get into that position or even if they are, if it looks like a clean rep, um, and, and again, like they're just not really feeling that exercise, you'd be like, okay, this, this isn't for that person, right? right? Or you find different ways to coach it because people respond to different cues. So man, like throughout one day, I'm learning so much about one exercise. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. hundred percent. So there, and, and like going off that, like I, I want to stress too, is like, like if you hear me say I meditate this way and do this and I have to do it before I leave because it puts me in power. If you meditate better at lunch because you need a midday break in the middle of work and, and that's the only time you have, then do it then. Like realize that the game of life has four pillars. No matter how you look at it, there really is only four aspects of, of life and success. That's having success with your body physically, your mindset mentally, your relationships, and your money. Like those are like really the four things in life that that develop success if you want to look at it that way. And everything we've talked about are tools to play this game your own way. So take these tools and implement them how you need to implement them in order to be successful playing this game. Now, we've found personally and for many people we've worked with that, like I said, core four before you hit the door. Essentially, if you hit your four pillars before you hit the door, the point system, the the tasks, the daily habits, you're going to be more power throughout your day. You're going to be more productive. You're going to get way more shit done in a smaller amount of time and be more successful because of it. But again, you have to learn how to play it your way, especially at the beginning. I think like for me, I had to like play around with things for so long until I could create a system to where I could knock it out first thing in the morning easily and without so much resistance. Right. But I've been doing this for years. Um, I, that's all I got on this system. I don't know if you have anything yeah, more. Yeah, I, I think that I would just leave it with set your targets um, and, and make sure that you hit those four pillars every single day and you're going to hit those targets for sure like make them big enough but you know as you as you break it down like we we talked about 90 day outcomes and you know you split benchmarks into 30 days like you're breaking down this this big goal into daily things right so you know essentially we call it daily fuel to to where each day like this is fueling that that process until you reach that 90 days and you know a lot of times you'll hit it uh, before that 90 days comes. But if you don't, then, you know, it, again, it's another learning lesson. There's yeah. been times where I haven't hit my 90 day outcomes, yeah. even though I've done core four every single day. So you um, reverse engineer, yeah, like, right? Like right. where did you go wrong? Or did you just set it too high? Like, right. right. Or this is huge. When you're setting your goals, you need to have purpose behind it. Like I can't tell you how many times I've, I've rushed my goals and then realized like, I, I just don't really give a fuck about this. And I'm halfway through and I have to course correct, set a new goal and try to get it done in half the time. Or, just squash the goal and just decide to just do whatever I can to maintain a high level of productivity because without purpose, nothing matters at the end of the day. And that's the whole point of having power, right? Is to, is to, to find your purpose and do everything you can to develop that purpose more. Four pillars to power. If you love the Mind vs. Muscle podcast, want more free content, and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review. To get your questions answered on the next episode, see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag mind versus muscle.